to the Ramon Foster Show, brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where they're open around the clock serving hot, fresh food. Ramon, happy Monday. Happy Monday, man. You know what? I'll take a little bit of overcast, get a break from the heat. You know I always like this, DK, because the summers are they're hot. But guess what? A bonus for me is I don't have to practice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we would have a case of the Mondays, to quote the legendary film office space, except for the fact that the Steelers were in pads today out in Latrobe. First practice with just everybody go at it. And that's always when things get fun. They did backs on backers. They did seven shots. They did the whole deal. It was a full live session. The only negative out of everything, Moan, is that Najee Harris came up with some kind of left foot injury. Uh, had to take his shoe off, was getting checked out, went back to the sideline, wasn't carded or anything like that. So, yeah. I mean, it, it, look, you don't That'd want him. Crazy. Yeah, you don't want him participating yeah. in this stuff anyway, for the no. most part here. Let's talk about the one question that always comes more often than any other around this time of year, and that's, who looks good? That's what everybody <laughs> wants to know, right? Here at our headquarters and shop downtown, that's what people walk in and say, hey, DK, who looks good out in the trouble? Who looks good? Well, these are just basically boring, you know, executed drills. Yeah. But let's talk about it, Moan. Who looks yeah. good? You know, who, um, who do we fine, like? From the fine reporters at DK Pittsburgh Sports, uh, they've pretty much alluded that George Pickens has had a really good one. we got to throw that out. Dan Moore has looked pretty good so far in camp, too. The usual suspects are doing what they usually do, right, DK? You, I, I tried to bring up Alex Highsmith. You're like, no, 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 no. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Cam is going to do what he's supposed to do. Um, but just in general, those are the guys that's kind of stuck out a little bit. And I'll say this, too. It doesn't seem to be a whole bunch of bad press coming out about either Mason or Mitch Trubisky, too. So that and all is good for either one of us, aside from the fact that, uh, that, 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 that the young guy hasn't got as many reps as you like him to as far as Kenny Pickett goes. But we know what this process is going to be for Kenny Pickett. Look, you're going to sit back and learn, and we're going to work you in as much as we possibly can. But Mason – has had a quiet, good camp so far, and it seems that Mitch Trubisky is pretty much doing the same thing too. Well, the quarterbacks are are, are obviously the lowest hanging fruit in this they discussion are. because everybody's watching them, everybody's monitoring and counting and tracking, and we're doing it too. Believe me, we're not above it. <laughs> Every <laughs> single pass oh, that these guys make, and I, I've been trying to delay this this portion of the discussion for a while here, not just here, but in, in writing and everything just because it didn't mean anything. Is it, you know, they're just throwing on they're, they're this, this designed X's and O's plays today is when it started meaning something, you know, when the physicality steps in, yes, when it's it football steps in. And like I said, for me, because of, some people push back on me when I made this statement. The one guy that I'm, I'm glad our producer Eddie brought to our attention was um, Dan Moore. I, I, I like we're, we're going to speak about these quarterbacks throughout the entire season, heck, all camp and everything else. Like you said a second ago, everybody's documenting every single thing that they do, that they've done in this camp setting because why well, it's the first time in 20 years we've actually had to do this. But the one guy that's a key to all of this, and of course we got to talk about the left guard at some point too, as far as who's doing what at those positions, but Dan Moore protecting that backside is going to be key, not well, just for himself, but just overall play of this DK. 
Yeah, that's there's something you'll enjoy hearing. But Alex Highsmith was asked today, who are the guys who've impressed him the most uh, so far in camp? And he gave the real quick answer that everybody's been giving, which is George Pickens. And then he said in the very next breath, Dan Moore. Now, yeah. now remember, remember, who's he facing? He's facing Alex, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. What, what the- so that's on his mind. So I'm yeah. just trying to give it full context here. But still, he did mention Dan Moore. But but that goes also, DK, that he's veteran enough. Now, what is this, his third year? Third, yeah, third year? Third, third year. year. He's seen a lot of time. He's played a good bit. He understands what's what as far as, look, I'm going to dog the hell out of this guy because he's a rookie. And he probably did that a good bit last year. And this year seems to be a little bit different. When I reached out to Dan, I, and I told him, I was like, look, man, I said some things about you on the podcast. It wasn't anything bad, but you need to know this is what I think of you and what you're capable of. And and for him, he was just like, man, I'm going to come on the podcast, but I'm working right now. And you know what I said? He's in the right frame of mind. That so was the right was, answer. Not for us, was. but for him and well, for the team. Him. Yeah. <laughs> because what have we always said? We don't care what you do as far as the media goes, as long as it shows itself on field. And he's making that the number one item on his list this time of the year is, look, I'm all for Ramon. I love you, but I got to get right in camp. And it seems to me that right now, Alex Highsmith saying what he said about him so far, he's on the right track. Again, every day ain't going to be the same day. He's going to have some days. It's like, man, that guy sucks. But that's what camp is, DK. I don't want to say he sucks, but everybody has that one day. It's like, dude, can you even walk? Um, but that's a good sign from him, man, to to get a little bit of praise from a guy that's been around the block three times now. Yeah, that's uh, the kind of thing that you're looking for. When I said earlier, okay, this doesn't count, this doesn't matter, whatever. <laughs> I'll tell you what does count What's and what that? does matter in this opening week. It's what you just alluded to a little bit ago, and that's the negatives. Have you heard, read, and I haven't seen with my own eyes any negatives? Yeah. No. You know what I'm saying? And and, and like there would be, you know, let's say, for example, if we said, wow, gee, uh, Devin Bush is really struggling, for example. Well, actually, by every account today in Latrobe, he had a really nice day out there, showed good speed, good pursuit. Uh, made plays, caught mm-hmm. people from behind. Yep. Devin Bush matters. Not yes. being a negative, that's progress in and of itself because he was a negative last season. Mm-hmm. And you know who else has had a pretty good one too? Miles Jack. Is it kind of strange and ironic that those two guys get named as far as having good days at camp in pads? Because that's what they do at that position, DK. Swing vote. Swing vote. You hear me talk about it on offense, but it matters on defense, on. too. There's no swing vote on the defense like the inside linebacking on, group. Man. And I have to include, because Mike Tomlin does it, I have to include Robert Spillane in this. He, I am telling you, Moan, Spillane is going to yeah. do this with those guys. You are not going to see a religious duo out right. there. You are going to see Spillane work through. And in, in certain contexts, I'm okay with that. But, but see, this is also the beauty of having Spillane, too, in those packages. Let's say if you do have a two tight end set to where you know Devin Bush is back to himself and he can drop in coverage, you'll have two guys that can play the run and a guy that can also be your nickel slash linebacker role, man. And that could be that could be dangerous to set up some key turnovers in games, man. You know what I'm saying? I do. There's no way we're changing topics. We're going to we're going to be right back after a break and just do more of this, because once you can feel it, we're like, you know, we're just. Yeah. okay, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. (laughs) 
since there's no such thing as overanalyzing the Steelers training camp, and that's doubly true once they get into pads and start doing backs on backers and blowing people up. Oh, Moan, who got blown up? I even hate to associate this name with getting blown up, okay? Because this isn't in their family. This isn't in their pedigree. But it was Derek Watt. Derek Watt got blown up. And backs on backers. And let me tell y'all this before well, you who, who, who did this by thing? Miles Jack. Miles Jack. Jack. Oh. <laughs> We did it. We did the whole segment just for that. It wasn't planned. It wasn't planned. No. Look, uh -uh. if you guys don't know what that's a reference to, you haven't been a football fan long enough. You just haven't. So, so he got blown up by Miles Jack, man. And y'all know Derek Watt is not a small dude, but Miles Jack isn't an overly big guy either. He's super athletic. He can move. All leverage. Those those drills are all who gets underneath. So this is how it goes. And I preference camp by saying this. This is the thesis of camp, okay? You got to survive it. Every day is survival. It is. And this is why I say this. Some days you get the bear, and some days the bear gets you. That's camp in a nutshell. How many times can you get back up like Derek Watt had to and go say, hey, run it back. Give me another coach because that's what it is about. Camp and football is all about football camp is all about willpower. If you got me, then you got to see me again tomorrow. And Miles Jack apparently blew up Derek Watt today and had everybody at DK Pittsburgh Sports talking about it. I well, just got to throw that out there. I got to say that the other guy that's been getting strong reviews, and I, I started talking about him at the end of the last segment, which is why I wanted to continue this, is Robert yeah. Spillane. Uh, Spillane has a visible, obvious shortcoming and that right. is that he is not the guy you want chasing people in pass coverage no, he's gotten sorry. better at it uh he's worked his rear end off yeah to, but he's not he's just liability gonna, he's just not going to be able to look up in this in the sky and say yeah. hey god can you make me faster it ain't, ain't gonna happen and, and say this too dk everybody has their deficiencies and it's okay yeah Oh, yeah, I just we just have to say so, that. That's not a dog at all, okay? But I'll also say that Devin Bush wasn't going to do in Nashville what Robert Spillane did to <laughs> Derrick Henry. The reverberations, I'm sure, can still be felt there in lovely Hendersonville where you're doing this show yes, from. They can. Yes, okay. they can. I, feel, I felt the rumble right there. So why not, why not look at them situationally? And you don't want to advertise if you're a defensive guy. You don't want to say, hey, Spillane's on the field, so we're anticipating runs, so you just know automatically yeah. to pass. But you can mix and match there. You can go in obvious running situations and just say, hey, here's Spillane, right? Yeah, it, you could in obvious passing – I mean, obvious running situations, okay? With, with, with this being said, DK – you don't want that to become the norm. If it's a situation third and 10, guess what? Put your nickel in. If it's third and one, guess what? Spillane comes in the game. Like those are the situations to put either one of them out there to what the offense can pretty much dictate what happens next. That's a bad scheme. I just got to say it, but you're 100% correct. In those short distance runs, in those situations to where you got to have a yard go the opposite direction for the defense, then you put him and Miles Jack in as opposed to him and Devin Bush. And we're saying this, but Devin Bush is a freaking bullet shooting through the A-gap. So 
that's something that we got to see from him this campus. Look, what is your physicality right? You have physical – well, you have natural limitations as far as your size. You're not Robert Spillane as far as the thickness and, and just how big he is. He's got to be able to knock people back. He's got to at least yes. tackle better. And I understand, and I, I'm saying this right now, at least from my own perspective, clean slate for Bush. Uh, he, for me too. By everybody, uh, including Mike Tomlin, uh, they will tell you that they were just impressed that he played at all. They were impressed with his participation last season. Wow. I'm going to accept that, okay, because they know way more about what's going on inside that knee and that rehab than I do. And, and, and what's cool about this is we're already getting good stuff from camp about him. And I know it's the first day, and all, but we're already getting that, and that didn't happen a whole lot last Swing year. vote. Swing vote. This is – we all talk about – we talk about the offense probably too much. The defense, the, the defense – the defense – oh, here we go again. <laughs> again, you're an offense racist. I said it earlier. You're an offense racist. You side with the defense, and that's not okay on this show, okay? But you know what? You got the floor right now. Go ahead and let them have it. Let them know how you feel, DK. You're an offensive racist. That's what you are. I have no right to any floor (laughs) as the exposed racist that I am. (laughs) When we come back on the Ramon Foster Show, the only segment that matters... Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. And the only segment that matters is our Hey Moan segment. For that, we've got Derek, my man here. He's at the HQ and shop buying some stuff. I'm going to put him on here, and he's going to ask you a question. Let's go. Here you go, Derek. Hey, Mr. Foster, how are you? Good afternoon, Derek, man. How are you? I'm doing good. Hey, a question for you, fast question. All right. Do you think we're flying under the radar, or do you really think we're going to be good as not advertised? Because, you know, like I said, I was following from last year, and we did a lot better than everybody thought we were going to do. Like, you know, with the um, the, the addition of the new offensive lineman, you know, and um, I think we're really flying under the radar. We're really going to be nice this year. You know what? I've I've been quietly saying that because I think the question that surrounds all of us is what are we going to do at quarterback? But I look at that position and also kind of say, too, is we got a lot of weapons around them. And I heard you bring up the offensive line before you got on. And I'll say this. You got a solid right tackle, got a solid young guy at left tackle too. You winning in free agency, something we've never really done to this magnitude and signed a multi-year deal with a young, good offensive lineman as far as James Daniels goes. You got Mason Cole in the middle too. And now you're making two guys fight it out as far as Kendrick Green and as far as Dotson, Okay. Those two matter the most to me in this position. And I think the, who wins this is going to be the guy that really takes this offensive line to the next freaking step as far as saying, look, they got a unit now. Now, let's look at the skill guys around the quarterback. You, 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 got, you got Deontay, you got Chase, you got Najee, you got Pat Frymuth, and the young guy that we've heard people speak about as of late in camp has been George Pickens, man. Okay? And we're not even counting the other guys that's behind him. Okay? Zach Gentry that's going to play a role. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and then if you don't start Kendrick Green, you have depth amongst that offensive line too. And if he does have to come in, and then you, he's going to be more hungry. He's going to find himself in a position where he's not going to want to give up that winning – I mean, that starting position. So are people taking us under uh, – are, are we under the radar? Yes. Absolutely. And that's because of the subtraction of Ben. That's simply what it is. You give this team to another franchise quarterback, and they're saying this is one of the top teams in the AFC. That quarterback position does matter. Now, I'll say this. It's a matter of what does the OC 
do to support that quarterback as far as his, uh, as far as his team can go? How are you going to scheme up wins to where you protect him as far as his deficiencies? How are you going to be able to make sure that look he knows his reads in this short amount of time because you just got Mitch? What was it early this year? Mason's been there, but he's been learning the offense, and it depends on what type of opportunities he get. And me personally, I've said this before. I don't know if I want to see Kenny Pickett out there this year. I've said all of this about the offense because. Why? I think you and me and everybody else, we don't really worry too much about this defense. As long as they have Cam, as long as they have some depth with Tyson Alulu in there, Chase uh, uh, or, or Alex Highsmith being the guy that's going to grow into his, his third, fourth year, his third year, and then that middle linebacker position too. Say this, from what we know about it in day one, Miles Jack had a solid day and so did Devin Bush. The back end secondary will handle itself. I do think rushing coverage matters to each other if they're working together. If you're in a position where that front line is getting after the quarterback and the quarterback is scrambling, guess what? The DBs will do their job on the back end as long as they don't give up a big bus play. Minka's one of the best safeties in the world, and Terrell Edmonds has been a guy that's been very underappreciated too. So looking at our division, what do we have? Cincy, I think we're going to be – I think they're going to be solid. But they're also a – number one team this year, meaning they got to play all the number one seeds in the AFC. How will they actually handle that? Did Cincy catch people off guard last year? Cleveland, they got to get past these six games or whatever it's going to be with Deshaun. They have a solid team, but I just don't trust Cleveland at all, okay? And Baltimore, it's a matter of containing Lamar. Their defense is like our defense. They're always going to be fine, but it's a matter of uh, containing Lamar. I made a bet with a guy last, no, two nights ago. I said, look, We'll, we can finish second in the AFC North. And he was like, no, y'all going to finish fourth. And we bet on that mm -hmm. right there. I said, to me, I think second is a fair shot at where the Steelers could finish in the AFC North because I want to see what Cincy does as far as their new team that they've kind of bought. But I'm, I'm also of the mindset I'd rather fly under the radar a little bit too, Derek. Yep, that's that's my thought exactly. If, if I'm wrong in what I'm saying, you let me know. Or and I'm not playing the homer role. I'm just looking at the team the way others hadn't really. There's well, not a whole me, lot of questions at receiver. For me, I'm pretty optimistic. Like you know, what I'm saying as far as the offensive line is concerned, because right now it's the time to build that cohesion. It like, is. Why they, they at training camp, and that's where you develop an attitude. Like you know, what I'm saying on, mm -hmm. on 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 the direction that you're going to take your team. Mm -hmm. You understand it. Like you, you be, you've been in many training camp battles. They yep. ain't your buddies till you make the team. They it's going to be hard. Yeah, it's, it's going to be hard. Yep. And uh, and like I said, the position I worried about is that left guard. And watching how uh, Kendrick Green and, and, and Kevin Dotson battle it out. If it's who I think is going to win, then I think you're in a good position because that light bulb will finally turn on in his head. But I'm, I'm really, um, I, I really can't wait for Kenny Pickett to get in. And, and, and I understand that it's his first year, like. Yeah. You know, but you're a professional, and you make millions of dollars to yeah. do to do this do, to do your job. You know yep. what I mean? So what you got to learn on the fly? So what you got to be thrown into the fire? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you build your skills from adversity. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's time to go. It's, That's true. You know, we gonna see, man. It's sometimes I'm still excited wait. about it. Sometimes we can't wait. It's, it's <laughs> Not for long league. Let's get it now. You better believe it, man. Good luck to you. Thank you, young man. I appreciate it. All right. Bless you. You too. DK is going to get fired. I'm telling you. This, you're going to get fired, again? DK. Fired again? Yeah. 
good. I'm not allowed, but thank you. <laughs> My man's offering me some Reese's peanut butter cups. Hey, <laughs> Derek brings snacks too, man. He did. He did. Um, hey. Yeah, this is. Seat up. It's going to be a problem. I mean, that is how it is. You know, you have to, you have to, you have to feel confident and self-assured. You know, in order to do stuff like that. You know. Anyway, let let let's do another one tomorrow, Mo. Hey, let's do. It. <laughs>